Hey adventurers, I see you're joining us here in this ice temple. I guess you got sick of dealing with that block puzzle. That bullshit puzzle where you gotta push those blocks on the switches. But it's like an icy floor, so every time you push the blocks, they like, they just slide and keep going. So you're taking a break from that bullshit puzzle? Let's see you're ready to get your next mandatory side quest. This mandatory side quest is... Sit your ass down and listen to us talk about some... Nerd shit of the week. It's okay, you'll get XP for it. You just get the XP for like just starting the quest at all, so honestly you could probably just skip through most of these cutscenes and it'll be fine. Look, let's obviously talk about the most obvious and important uh, nerd shit of the week. The most important comics news of the week. Who watched the new Riverdale? No, oh, is that comics news, really? Hey, Archie's based on a comic. Mm-hmm. It's a comic. Okay. Look, it's certainly the best comics news of the week. I don't know what else could have happened this week that m- matters. I mean, there was Logan. Yeah, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> also, that Daredevil 2 teaser came out. Yeah, apparently. Did you watch it? Nope. I laughed. You probably won't like it, because it's like a joke that goes for two minutes. No. And you hate jokes that go for extended periods of time. Look, when you tell a joke three times in a row, it stops being funny after the second time. It's an extended physical gag. It's decent, but you'll probably hate it, because you don't like anything that takes time. You asked me out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We watched the new Riverdale. It was episode six. Was this actually the new one? Have we caught up? Yeah. Okay. I think they released Friday night-ish, Saturday morning for us in Australia. Riverdale's so fucking good. Eight kids watching Riverdale? You should be fucking watching Riverdale. Like, it is... Don't get me wrong. It is garbage. Like, it is actual fucking nonsense, ridiculous teen drama garbage. But it's delightful. But with that Twin Peaks twist. Yeah, but like, the episode that we just watched, for example... Like, I swear to God, take a shot every time I legitimately predicted what happened. This week they toned it down. But last week's one? Oh my God, when they went to the mansion? The set design in that mansion? The costume design in that- The overall aesthetic of that fucking mansion. My God, the fact that apparently Veronica Lodge, like, goes to bed in a fucking black negligee and pearls. It was blue. It was dark blue. Okay, it was dark blue. I didn't realize this myself. I think I do remember it, though. I read in a recap. Apparently, Cheryl Blossom at one point. No, her mom. It was her mom. Was wearing, like, a red under thing with a black over thing. Kind of pulled in at the middle to make a black widow. Nah. Like, uh, thing. I see. God, that show's good. It looks so good. I, I certainly... I don't like any of the adults in this show. Oh, they're all... But to be fair, they're kind of, like, appropriately awful. Oh, they're all but delightfully they're... terrible. Yeah, they're kind of appropriately awful to the point where, like, I really want, like, most of them to get punched in the face. But I feel pretty confident that I'm probably going to get, like, a satisfying result out of, like, you know, the what for that the adults have coming for them. Look, in this latest episode, when Betty was accusing her dad of killing Jason... And her mom was all like, you think he did it? I legit 100% expected her to be like, I killed Jason! I killed Mufasa! I mean, Jason! I am the Senate! <laughs> Ultimate power! <laughs> My little green friend! Honestly, this should probably uh, give you a clue as to what we really think about Betty's mom. 
I hope they're having as much fun acting those parents as they look. Holy shit, though, Betty's mom is, like, the, the worst adult in this entire fucking show. Betty's mom is worse than the Blossoms. Okay, hang on, we got, okay. Well, I guess we're gonna do a quick Riverdale parent recap. Okay. Mm. Well, okay. The Coopers banned their daughter from dating her boyfriend. Oh, the fucking Coopers have this Because of a family... Because of, like, a great-great-grandfather being murdered and, like, booted out of a business No, or apparently it was shit. just a grandfather. It was just her dad's grandfather. Not even a great-great. Like, two generations ago, Betty's grand great-granddad was killed over maple syrup. Over the maple syrup business. Okay, so what? They they sent their teen-pregnant daughter away to an asylum. A non-asylum. Non-asylum. And then lied to her and told her that her sister didn't want to come visit her. On the other hand, there's Jughead's dad, who... He's a bikey. ...who was stealing supplies from building sites, so got fired. So him and his son became homeless, and then he actively took part in a plot to ultimately get his son's, like, squatting residence torn down. And he didn't even seem vaguely sad about it. He's just like, hey, what you gonna do now, Jughead? And Jughead's like, I don't know. Live in a car or something. Yeah. Eat breakfast at Betty's house every day. Kevin's oh Kevin's dad is the one good parent. Kevin's dad is cool. Kevin's dad is also like totally on board. With, this is the gay one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin's dad seems totally okay with the fact that his son is also homosexual. I. Uh, He's just like, oh, did you find a nice boy to like, you know, take to the drive-in? I say he Kevin kind of sucked those first three episodes. Yeah, maybe Kevin four, is because he was just. I'm the sassy gay friend. Uh, yeah, like, Kevin's a bit of a glaring stereotype. He's, he's getting, getting a little bit better last episode. Yeah, like, he's getting better as the show progresses, but, but when I'm the show's... So, how good is it that he's just gay, and his dad's like, why can't you find a nice boy to date? <laughs> that's their thing. <laughs> like, that's like that should be, like, the parent thing in general, though. Like, unless they're asexual, in which case it's just, why can't you find someone, like, you know, nice to date, and, like, don't be concerned about the sex thing anyway, or, fact, like, just whatever. The fact that they're not doing any coming out story or the parent doesn't approve of its story thank god we're not doing any of that tired bullshit like i don't i'm kind of sort of confused as to when riverdale is technically supposed to be taking place because they are like kind of sort of trying to keep like the old theme of it in a way so i'm not sure if it's actually supposed to be getting well karina if it's actually supposed to be like you know occurring in the year of our lord 2017 or karina given how many dc comics rebirth posters archie had up in his bedroom it is taking place within the last eight or nine months okay Warner Brothers got to get that cross-promotional synergy going, you see. So does CoverGirl, apparently. Oh my god. I I keep forgetting how bad Riverdale is about it. Just like, I'm going to put on my eyeliner. Hold my eyeliner up in the camera for a two-second shot. Click. Put away. Yep. I really hope they're getting a Pearl sponsorship. God. Ver- I'm, I can barely think of any scene where Veronica isn't wearing pearls. Like, at most, I can think that there might only be, like, one or two. I love it. I love how far it goes. Like, she's so on brand. She was wearing a pearl necklace in that hot tub. She's She was wearing a pearl necklace when she was going to go to fucking bed. It wasn't even, like, just a string of pearls, too. Like, it was a massive, chunky, like, fucking, like, Elizabethan, like, multi-layered, like, complicated-looking thing. God, I love Veronica Lodge. Okay. 
How? Come on. Last episode, she, like, physically threatened bikers? She did. By asking them if they know what happens to a snake when it's stepped on by a Louis Vuitton heel? Yeah. And I do like how much she was willing to go after, like, the so assholes good. at school, too. I don't have a favorite. How is Veronica not your favorite? I don't know. She's so great. I mean, you always like the mean one, so that doesn't surprise me. But, like, she's not even the mean one in this. She's the, I'm gonna fucking crush you if you call these girls a slut one more time, girl. Which is very cool. She's, like, 100% fire. <laughs> Except this episode where she was sad about her daddy. Yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite character so far. I don't think I do. Cheryl is also pretty great, though. Cheryl's a cow, but that's the point. She's such a delightful cow, but then she has the most cartoonishly awful home life. Yeah. Like, her parents are straight-up villains. Like, Cher like, the Blossom parents are only, like, just, just not as bad as the Cooper parents. And they're pretty fucking bad. Oh wait, no, I know who the worst par- No, I know who the best character is. It's Smithers. Who? <laughs> the butler. Veronica's weird butler that's just hanging about, like, yes ma'am. Um, sure. I just think he's so gloves and bow tie and he just seems so out of place. What a good show. We should talk about something else that isn't just Veronica, Jason, just Riverdale. What else happened? Uh, we, just, we didn't talk about Troll Hunter last time. Oh, yeah. Or Troll Hunters. Troll Hunter, I think there's only one. Yeah, Troll it? Space Hunter. No, it's one word, isn't it? I think it's two. Ah. Troll Hunter, it's good. Really, really, really good designs. I wasn't 100% into it initially from the trailers. I was like, I wouldn't watch this, but it's Guillermo del Toro. Who is amazing, aesthetically. But I like that show. That's a good adventure action show. Toby, though. Yeah, the only the only problem I have with it is the best friend character, who I like the best friend character. But he's... But... Toby's weirdly inconsistent is the thing. Okay, there's two big things going on with him. One, like, once every four or five episodes, he'll just make a line about, how, like, oh, yeah, they're gonna be the high school dance captains, and then they'll get all the ladies, which is a shitty attitude. And, and also, also, like, he's the nerdy fat kid, so why does he even think that way? He's not even... It's not like he's all, yeah, the ladies, all the time, either. It's like one one line every four episodes. It's it's like they couldn't think of a better joke for him to make right there, and they just went with something lazy. It's kind of terrible. But speaking of lazy jokes, he's also a fat kid. So he likes food! Yeah, that got old really quick. Yeah. I'm going to say still the absolute lowest part, like the lowest pit of the show, was when he had that Fitbit that was called the Chubby Tracker. Yeah. Chubby Tracker. But all the trolls look fantastic. There's a lot of, like, re like you, you, ha you have another classic Del Toro marketplace, which looks fantastic because Del Toro can do a good marketplace. He likes his marketplaces. Oh, real quick, if you're not watching the show, it's like this kid at high school, and then he finds out there's a secret underground, you know, hidden world of trolls. And he becomes their, becomes their, like, chosen one, and he has to, like, fight evil trolls and magic and shit. Yep. That's the premise. Yep. It's a good show. Arg is my favorite. He's precious. He's a big, large green troll? He's a gray troll that has green fur. Yeah, I think his primary color is green. He's largely gray. Yeah, but that doesn't count as a color. I mean, it is technically a hue, but still. Well, it's more like the canvas that the green is applied to. <laughs> Fine! 
It's also got Kelsey Grammer in it. He's the smart troll, obviously. Oh, Blinky. Yes, I always like to see Kelsey Grammer in things. I love Blinky. I guess, spoilers, Blinky makes a much better troll than human. Yeah, it was a weird episode. He just looks so weird. And, like, such a, like, a classic, like, middle-aged white dude. Why did Blinky become a white dude, actually? I don't know. Wait, what does Del Toro look like? Like a slightly skinnier George R. R. Martin, I think. Without the hat and with black hair. Does uh, he look anything like Blinky's human form? No. Okay, cool. He's got a beard for one. Okay, beard, righto. Uh, I don't... He... I'm slightly worried that that's what kind of happened there. He's not... He's not Tarantino, so I don't think he's been in any of his films. Like, I don't think I can... Like, he's not like, oh, he's that guy. He's he's that guy doing a super shitty Australian he's accent. He's not, uh, Peter Jackson? Well, Peter Jackson does it very subtly. He's usually wearing a face. <laughs> he just shows up and he gets killed in a scene. Yeah, kind of it. and he's always very heavily in costume or a fake beard or something. Mostly I'm thinking of the scene where he's like the one random barbarian dude on the ship. Yeah, he's shot by an arrow. Yeah. It's always good. It's always I, good to know I that that's the fucking director. I think in two towers he's just standing with a spear on the wall. Hey, to be fair, if I was the director of something like Lord of the Goddamn Motherfucking Rings, I would do that too. I would be like, holy shit, costume department, put me in an outfit. Yeah, there's still Toro. That's what he looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, he's not, you know, Tarantino shoving himself in there to show off his terrible Australian accent. Ugh. Remember his terrible Australian no, accent? I don't want to th- I can do a better Australian <laughs> accent than him, and everyone knows that I can do, like, no, like, resemblance of accents. What were you thinking in, in Django Unchanged? I like you, Tarantino, but why were you doing that terrible accent? He sounded more Kiwi, thinking about it. I assume he was trying to be Australian, because I'm sure he was the other actor in the scene was Australian. Yeah, he sounded Australian. Like, he sounded like maybe Northern Aussie, but yeah. All I remember is him pronouncing black as blick. That's why I said, that's why I was kind of going with, he kind of seemed like he was going more for Kiwi. She was just doing a vague Australasian thing. Ghost ships, brew. Oh, new. Oh, new. If I wish I knew any of Corrin's lines that sounded particularly Kiwi, and I would quote those as well. Corrin? Voltron. Oh. I don't actually know his name. He's just Reese Darby. Okay. Oh, no, we need to get the deflector shields online. Brew. <laughs> I've got to open a lamp. No, I, I completely lost it there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you were doing oh, there. Oh, no, we've got to open a wormhole. Kind of, yeah. What do they call it? The teledove? No, you can't really do that in an accent. I think the teledove is the engine? It's like that their, powers the ship? It's like their... Powers the ship? It's like their wormhole generating device. We're going off topic. Which is also psychically powered. We're going off topic. Yes, we are. Voltron's also good if you haven't watched it. Voltron's fucking amazing. Netflix are very hit and miss. I was going to say very good, but they're very hit and miss. I mean, they did make that Crudes show. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the fucking movie, because why would I? I mean, I only really watch any of the Netflix original stuff that I already know is going to be good, because I've kind of waited a little bit for reviews to come out for shit. Yeah, I mean, we well, we got Netflix to watch Daredevil, but... I think we all knew Daredevil was good by that point. Yeah. Didn't that, we like, already see, like, the first two episodes? At... You did. No, I... I did. I saw the first two episodes at the Gold Coast Supernova. Yeah, I did. But I also was like, I'd already heard so much about Orange is the New Black, and possibly other shows. I don't know. What other ones are Netflix originals? Uh, Grace and Frankie, which, I mean, that's not a top-tier one, but it is enjoyable. It's enjoyable, yeah. No, no, I, no. I greatly enjoy it. Oh, um, Arrested Development Season 4, that's... I... It's not as good as the previous seasons, but it was still enjoyable. 
I, I'm pretty sure that Brooklyn Nine-Nine isn't a Netflix no. show, but, like, I'm very grateful that it is on Netflix, because I don't really have any other means of watching it. Well, we could buy it on DVDs. Wait, Voltron is. Yeah. Yeah, Voltron is. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Netflix is. Um, is Trollhunters as well? Yes. Oh, there you go. Man. Trollhunters is. Riverdale isn't, even though the Netflix logo is all over it. Yeah. Netflix have the rights to internationally broadcast it or something, which they've also picked up those rights for that new Star Trek show, so we'll get that eventually. Mm. Uh, what were we watching before we started watching Riverdale? Sure, that was Netflix and good. Are you getting out your phone to open Netflix? <laughs> no, Trollhunter's very good, y'all. Well, I guess let's pad talk about Trollhunter while Karina looks up what's on Netflix. <laughs> Quality content. Quality content on our show. Trollhunter's very good. It's very good. Maybe not all ages. I don't you might know. I want to elaborate instead of just saying it's very good. Like I don't times. think tiny babies could watch it. I mean, they do kind of. Well, those goblins certainly get crushed into like snot, mucus blobs. Go across, watch it again. Stranger oh. Things. Oh, duh, Stranger Things. Which I'm so psyched for Halloween. Oh my god. 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 They're gonna fight Cthulhu. They're not actually gonna fight Cthulhu, but holy shit. Oh, is that when it's coming back? I think so. October-ish, isn't it? I don't know. Fuck, I'm confused. I, I, I didn't know there was a when it's... I just know... I know it's coming in season two. I didn't know there was coming back. Yeah, that shows... Ah, Kimmy Schmidt. Nah. Mm. First season was mostly good. Second season... Go, oh, Master of None! Yeah, Master of None With was enjoyable. Aziz Z- and Zari. The Sneakies. The Sneakies. That was a good show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a good little uh, sitcom he had. Daredevil. Yeah, well, we already said the Marvel stuff. I'm still not super looking forward to... Do they have, like, a Netflix Originals section? I don't think so. Uh, the show with the trans chick with the ridiculous girlfriend. Sensei. Yes. You know, the chick with the fucking blue dreads. She's cool. She is. Like, she's a Mary Sue, but I will not begrudge one of the main trans characters a Mary Sue girlfriend. Look, she's cool, but she looks like, she's like the OC a fan made up for the show. Again, I am okay with the Mary Sue girlfriend for the main trans character. Here's the super cool chick with blue dreads who's also an expert hacker sometimes when she needs to be. There's Black Mirror, which I've heard a lot about, that's, but I haven't... That's not Netflix. That's There's that's Netflix. like... Yeah, that's a BBC thing. I think Netflix must have the rights to show it overseas. Oh. Like Riverdale. They put the Netflix logo all over Riverdale, but it's not actually one of their shows. Oh, uh, that one we were talking about last week. What? The OA. The OA. Oh, the OA, yeah. That's what we were watching before Riverdale. Probably. I was like, what's your other show that we're not going to get to find out what happens for, like, another year? Yeah. Wait, they're making more of that? It felt like it pretty solidly ended. No, there's a season two coming, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, unless the entire season is just going to be flashbacks again. No, there was more stuff still going to happen in the OA, I think. Yeah, and there's more Voltron coming this year. Yes, Voltron! Because apparently Voltron is, like, a six-month show. Like, they do two seasons a year? I'm down with it. <gasps> yes! My favorite Netflix show that I'm pointing at right now and you, <laughs> the audience, can't see. But it's BoJack Horseman. To be fair, I did shotgun most of BoJack Horseman, like, as an entire show. And in, you like, never shotgun things. Um. Um. Excuse me, what? You never fucking want to watch shotgun things no, no, when no, I'm no, watching No, 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 no. I never shotgun things. Think about that sentence. You never And then get back to me. You never shotgun shows when I want to watch them. Like, that's because you only ever want to watch, like, one episode a day. I would watch more. You're the one that's like, oh, we watched one episode, I'm gonna go do fucking Torah playing for the rest of the night. 
Yeah, because, like, my evening is a morning for everyone else, and it's, like, the time when I can actually yeah. do it. And we never get to shotgun things. Also, I haven't really done active tour role-playing in, like, a year. I'm just saying, we get to watch, like, one episode of Luke Cage at a time. Yeah, but then we watch Stranger Things, and I watch the entirety of it in two days. We did not watch it all in two days. Yes, we did. It was two days. It was. It was. It was. I watched, like, three fucking seasons of BoJack Horseman in two No, probably two seasons in, like, two days. The third season went out yet. I don't know how long it took me to shotgun BoJack Horseman, but I watched all of it, including the new season. See, I was right. You gotta get up to at least that episode with Neil McBeal, the Navy SEAL. He was really annoying. I fucking love that episode. For sure some of the troops are jerks. Good show. Very feels-inducing. Very... Not like positive kind of, feels. It's like you don't really get a lot of it unless you're... An adult is a weird way of putting it, but I guess the proper way to well, put it is unless you are kind of old enough to kind of get. Well, I was going to say unless you are depressed. It's a very ennui-inducing show. It is a very I'm-gonna-lie-there-and-be-very-sad-about-things-in-general show. But it's really fucking good and you should watch it. Don't like... Don't let that description put you off. I mean, I'm going to be real. It shits on Archer and... What's that other one every, other one everyone loves? Fucking, what's his name and the boy? A thing I do not watch? Rick and Morty. Oh, God, I can't stand that show. I'm going to be real with you. I think you watched one episode. I think I watched... I've watched three. I will eventually finish the first season. I'm just like, eh. Look, I don't think it's fucking funny when Rick burps. I find that annoying. And also, Morty is voiced by the guy who voices Lemongrab. And I'm so fucking sick of Lemongrab. I'm so already goddamn sick of Morty's ah, 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 ah. fucking noises he makes. I hate it. I hate the way both of those characters are performed. Disclaimer. If you like the show, that is fine. You are allowed to have an opinion, and you are allowed to watch this show in your own context. I can't stand it. I cannot stand the voices kind of also in that same way, but I also can't stand it the same way that I cannot stand small children. And I can't stand constant noise. I don't like things that are, like, gratingly, like, sound repetitive without being expected. So don't start about dubstep because dubstep is actually, like, it sounds good and you know it's going to end. You've given me shit before about not liking repetitive I'm, noise. I'm and not sure how... Like, oh yeah, you listen to dubstep, it's like, that is not the same thing! I'm not sure how the repetitive noise links back to Rick and Morty, but yeah, I don't because really care for Because they repeat, like, the same sentence, like, four times in a row, just, like, slightly mixing around the, the words, and it's like, oh my god, I fucking get it, move on! I don't care for the show. <sighs> Remember when we were watching Adventure Time, and then we just bailed halfway through season five because it became the fucking Lemon Grab show? Also, because... It just it got weird. That was weird. It's a, eh, it's fine. There's some really great episodes in Adventure Time. And I'm ride or die for Peebs and Marceline. But like, eh, there's so many episodes that are just like, eh, whatever. There's a lot of episodes that are very stoner. Like, kind of. Yeah, kind of. It's just shit happens. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine watching that week to week. Like, oh, that's our episode this week? Okay. It's hard enough doing that with Steven Universe sometimes. Which... Like, oh boy, it's been three weeks. What's our episode tonight? Ah, oh, it's about the... Ronaldo. Ronaldo. <sighs> that was neither good character development nor good lore. I do not like Ronaldo. Kind of almost for the same reason. 
very repetitive, never learns, never really grows as a character, is super annoying. Everyone kind of enables how annoying he is as well, which is distressing. I don't know that they do. I think everybody in town ignores him. Steven tries to be his friend, and that seems to be it. Steven tries to be his friend, and then for some reason, Ronaldo uses Steven being nice as, like, like an excuse or, like, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, validation that, like, he's, the way that he's acting is somehow okay, and it's not? Yeah, I don't care for Ronaldo. And, like, he's so entitled? Like, even when he just hangs out with the Crystal Gems, and it's just like, what the fuck is your actual problem? This would be fine on a DVD where you can just go, yeah, next episode. But when you got to wait a week for the next one, it's like, ugh. <sighs> even if the next one was Tiger Philanthropist. Tiger Philanthropist. Philanthropist. Which yeah. was a good episode. It was a good one because it was a feels episode with Steven and Amethyst. It wasn't even that much of a feels, it was just fun. They got some feels. There was feels. Yeah, they got some feels, but it wasn't, like, huge character-changing feels. No, but, like, it also... It was, like, character progression for Amethyst, in a way. Like, she's clearly yeah. more comfortable with, like, who she is. Yeah. And, I mean, we did just get four episodes back-to-back of good character lore stuff. Yeah, but that was also a leak. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to watch it all at once. Yeah, because I knew that I was gonna get fucking spoiled by the internet. Yeah. And this is why... Like, internets should not leak things. Speaking of spoiling and leaking and watching streams, which... Look, it's how we watch TV anyways. I mean, I don't think we even can watch it legally unless you want to pay, like, 80 fucking dollars a month for cable. Even then, it's not on cable in Australia anytime, like, soon for us. It probably is. I'm, they probably get it on Cartoon Network decently, I imagine. Maybe. I don't know. Either way... When you watch that shit on Daily Motion and every second thumbnail just has a random diamond shoved in the cutscene, in the screenshot, like, who the fuck are you trying to fool, uploader? Whenever you look up anything Steven Universe and you just get ten goddamn five second videos, they're like, leaked clip of green diamond! It's like, fuck off. Green diamond? Yeah. Like, fuck off. What are you, what are you trying to trick? What clicks are you trying to get? Now I'm just angry about these bullshit leaker stream or whatever's. I've sh- I've shrugged like four times in a row, and I know that you can't tell just from the silence, but that's what I was doing there. I don't talk about The Witcher now. Okay. Because I've been playing The Witcher. God, I've been playing The Witcher 3 for months. It never ends. It's because the side quests are intense. Oh, it came so good. Okay, my Witcher history. I played Witcher 1, and I was very turned off by the collectible sex cards. You slept with women, and then you got a collectible trading card of them. Also, I was impressed by the voice acting, and also, oh, there was so many fucking keys on the keyboard. Like, oh, that sounds dumb. But you had three different stances you had to switch between in combat. Like a fucking quick attack and a slow and heavy attack. But I think also one of them was like, one of the stances for was one-on-one combat, and one was for fighting multiple enemies at a time, and you had to switch between them, and it was just weird and awkward, and I didn't give a shit. Then there was all that collecting herbs to make potions, and I was like, yeah, fuck this. Then I tried Witcher 2, because everyone was like, oh, that's the good one. That's the one with a great story. You gotta play that one. And it was good. The writing was much, much better, and you didn't get collectible sex cards. But it was on PC, and I don't like playing games on my PC, unless it's Stardew Valley, apparently, which I played 100 hours of in a month. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. You also married the character who, uh, shout out to Megan, because she probably will watch this and she'll probably remember this conversation was distressingly like me distressingly yes 
kind of just stressing that I married the one that's basically you. Well, no, just that the character was so much like me. Eh. Purple, bad video games. Eats rocks. <laughs> Likes crystals. That could be anyone. Ugh. What was I saying? What'd you do? I don't like fucking keyboard games. So I wouldn't play the game for like a month at a time. Then I'd come back and I'd be like, Ugh, which of these buttons opens my quest? Is my quest journal? Is it Q? Shoot a fucking fireball at a guard. Then I think Crane got me Witcher 3 for like my birthday. Was it oh, like two years ago or some shit? I think it was this year. No, it wasn't. It was last year. <laughs> it was the most recent birthday within a 12 month period. Yeah. Fuck, it's good. It's a bit hard at the start because... Until you get up to, like, a few levels, like, you just get fucking destroyed by the roaming wolf packs. Because the fucking Witcher world is just 10,000 wolves roaming the countryside at a time. But shit, that game is good! Let me the tell- monsters are really good looking. Let me tell you something. Every side quest. I mean, apart from the ones that are just random map points of interest, like destroy this monster nest or find this hidden treasure. Every side quest. Interesting story. I had a quest that was basically go here and click on this grave, and even that was interesting. That was basically, I ran into like this old lady in a village who's like, oh, I had this fight with my husband or something, and his ghost came to me, and uh, go put my wedding ring on his grave, because we had this fight and I threw the ring away, and now I regret it. Go put my ring on his grave. And you go put the ring on the grave, which, you know, is go click on this grave, and you go back to town, and she's not there, and there's this other guy instead, and you're like, hey, where's that old lady? And he's like, oh, you mean my grandma? She's been dead for 50 years. She was a ghost the whole time, too. Ooh. And then you can go back to the grave and you can see those two ghosts being together. Oh. Like, if that was... That's like the only happy ending that I've seen you get in the side quest. If that was fucking Inquisition, that would have been a goddamn codex page entry. And then, like, a fucking click on a thing and I would have fought a shade or something. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, when it comes to Dragon Age a lot of the time, I click on something and then I get some XP and I was like, wait, what? That was a quest? Yeah. Is, yeah, in Witcher, every one of those has at least a little bit of interesting dialogue around it. Well, the one that you're doing now is intense. Yeah, it took a sudden turn, didn't it, that quest I'm doing now? How much of it has you played? Okay, I've, I've done the first two main areas. I'm up to the third main area. And I suspect there's one more, maybe smaller area afterwards, at least for storyline. But I've still got so many goddamn side quests to do. No, in this current side quest one. Oh. God, quite a bit. I don't even know how far I'm in. I got up to the point where it suddenly became a grisly murder serial killing investigation. <laughs> the salamander eggs have thrown me. Yeah. I mean, I thought that, like, maybe this story actually does have, like, fire salamanders, which are actually a mythological thing, but I don't know if they're, like, European? I'm pretty sure salamanders are in this game. Like, fire salamanders? Like, the actual, like, little lava fire salamander? Yeah. Like, they're big, like, they're supposed to be pretty big, like, dog size. I haven't seen one, but I'm pretty sure they're in the game. I'm sure I had a mention of them. Okay. I like beans. Like, uh, that big red thing with antlers that you fought. Those like, are cool! Like a giant gorilla with antlers, almost? Yeah, like that big red one with moose antlers. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. guys are fucking gnarly. Remember those witches? Oh, god, yeah, they were fucking Crones? creepy. Yeah. Like, they were creepy. Like, really good creepy designs in this game, too. Yeah. Like, their voices, kind of... The way that they were kind of muffled. Like, not muffled as in, like, can't hear them, like, or can't enunciate or anything, but, like, like they were speaking through, like, a basket or, like, through cloth or something. And for well, some, like that just I think that's of... one, and I think she was speaking through a basket. I think yeah, she had, like, a basket over her head. Like, she was just so... All of them were just so good and, like, off-putting. I mean, that whole Bloody Baron storyline. Everyone talks about that, but yeah, it is good. Yeah, that Bloody Baron story is pretty fucked up. 
You never should have let me convince you to save that fucking demon horse. I can't believe how often I get punished in Witcher for trying to fucking stay my moon this shit. Yeah, like I like like that's what I always do. Me, the worst one still is that ghost chick, and I was like, yes, I'll believe you and let you out to reunite with your lover. Oh, she killed him, and now she's turning into like a plague spirit that's gonna destroy the entire country later. Whoops. Yeah, that one was kind of fucked up. Apparently, the motto of the game is that if anyone acts moderately shifty, like fucking evil, kill him now. Yeah. Which kind of makes me suspicious of that doctor. Yeah. Christ, it's a good game, though. I will definitely, I'm pretty sure, put in more than 100 hours. Cause I was 100 oh, by now you've put in more than 100 hours. I was 100 hours on Dragon Age, and it's got to be more than that. And I'm not even looking for bullshit shards. I mean, I am going around to all the points on the map, but the points at least are like, kill a random monster or find a random treasure chest. And some of the, like, little places that you go, like, when you explore and, like, you go into, like, underground caves and shit, like, they're kind of like, cool and out of the way. Yeah. Like, it's nice that you can just explore in Witcher. I'm also quite, quite fond of Geralt. Which he's, I don't think I would. Really, he's quite hot. He's such a grizzly white dude. But he's... But he's so dry and sarcastic. Yeah. And, like, he gives everyone shit. Like, I've heard people complain about this before, but he's a lot funnier than people give him credit for. Yeah. Like, people are complaining about how everyone, like, people forget that he's funny. Like, he's not just a grim, serious fucking... He is dry. Like, he is dry. Like, we won't, we're not denying that. And I think it's character. Like, as far as I can tell, witchers have their emotions dulled by whatever process turns them into witchers. Which I did not actually realize was a process that involved, like, forcibly mutating themselves. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I, think I they... thought that they were born that way. I thought it was, like, a Maybelline thing. No. Thought it was a Lady Gaga thing? No. Born this way, right? There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> no, they take some sort of special potions and shit that mutates them or whatever. Or okay. DNA. And they live for gives like hundreds fucking, of years for some reason. Gives them fucking special OC cat eyes. Yeah, that's know. a little man. You can tell that was a. I'm gonna. I no disrespect to the author, but I'm gonna guess trashy series of fantasy books. I've got to guess to be that fair, Geralt is the Polish equivalent of Drizdowerden. I mean, Geralt definitely strikes me as someone who would definitely be in, like, a high fantasy Harlequin novel. Oh, yeah. Especially some of those options that you can choose, which I'm really glad you never have. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I probably chose someone with Triss, I don't remember. Really? I can't remember. I'm sure I said stupid things to her. It's like, well, this is the obvious romance option. (laughs) Then you had sex on a unicorn. Yep. Funny times. Apparently. It's a very, very good game. Uh, if you like kind of fantasy open world stuff and you're prepared to get through some initial difficulty curve, I recommend it. Like, once you get a few quests under you and get past maybe level 5, it gets a lot easier. As long as you avoid the obviously too difficult for you quests. But quests always have, like, a recommended level, so it's usually fine. Do you want to talk about anything else? Have I done anything else? Play Dishonored. Are you playing Dishonored? Yeah. Dishonored 2. Yeah, Dishonored 2. Dishonored 2 is super good. Uh, if you haven't actually Thanks, played... Thanks, Dr. Venture. Yeah. If you haven't actually played Dishonored 2 yet, because you should, as this is my second playthrough of it, I'm going to say get on top of crafting bone charms, because bone charms are, like, even better than leveling up your powers. Oh, like, you they make shit like a... Baj- you can take crafting bone charms as, like, a... 
like a vitality or like a strength kind of thing. Like it's not like an active superpower, a outsider power. I don't know what they're technically called. Like you can take rune crafting. I think that's what it's called, rune crafting, as like an extra thing where you can like deconstruct all of your bone charms, and then it gives you an option to put. Well, I I took the power that lets you like put a bone charm ability into something up to four times. So you can craft bone charms that have more than one ability in them. Oh, so you like, can you, like... Like, you run the risk of them getting corrupted, and if a bone charm corrupts, then that means that if you use it, you get, like, a negative to something. It's always is that, random. Is, oh, so, like, you can customize them? Yeah. But there's a random chance that they'll give you a negative? With the yeah, bonus? like, for example, I have one... Why do I feel like you just save before you do it and load back if they corrupt? I've only done that once or twice, because after a while, yeah, like, the risk is so high that you always get corruption anyway. But for example, I have one charm, which I didn't bother fixing or anything. Because if, if the, I can live with the negative, it's fine, because I'm also doing... I think, did they all have negatives in the first game anyway? No, I don't think. Or some of them did, like get more health, but have less magic power mana. I think it, I think they were still like black bone charms, like I think that was still the thing. Like some of them just do a good thing for you, some of them have a good thing, but you have to deal with a negative. Yeah. Um, but with runecrafting in Dishonored 2, for example, I took a power which was choke out enemies faster. And I put that into one of the four bone charms, because I could use that, that one thing four times. And I made the rune and it created, but I got a negative, which was that drop assassinations consume mana. But because I'm playing a low, like a low chaos playthrough, like that's irrelevant. Like I'm not trying to assassinate people, so it doesn't matter. So even if I get like a corruption on something as long as i can live with the negative because i'm playing low chaos and not high chaos so i don't have to worry about being shitty at assassinating it's totally fine but holy shit for example making that rune that like makes me choke out enemies faster and makes you move faster carrying a body and makes you move faster while you're in stealth amazing i love it you can like sprint up to people while in stealth mode now choke them out in like a second and then like book them away like before anyone even spots you so good i really want to do a high chaos run but it just seems so depressing it always is but and i want to use all the cool murder powers i mean i might do it next time i never on... got to summon a plague of rats to eat people in the first game i might do it next time when i play corvo but it's also just because with dishonored 2 it feels like emily's game it feels like Emily's game, and that they just put Corvo in there as a playable character, almost just as a here whiny, like, you know, white boy man-children have your stupid, edgy main character. Spooky mask. And, like, I like Corvo, don't get me wrong, but he is very much so... Well... He he's the gritty. Unless they grafted a personality onto him this game, he doesn't have a personality. No, he. Doesn't. I mean, he has a personality in so far as he's clearly been raising Emily and like trying to help her run the empire and blah blah blah. I mean, but that... he doesn't have a well, lot. Well, in that first game, that. he had as much personality as your character in Skyrim, which I think everybody has the same personality in Skyrim. Well, you also don't have... Murderous an... kleptomaniac who wants to eat 50 <laughs> wheels of cheese at one time. Yeah, but in Skyrim, you also don't really have an option to do anything but kill people. Yeah, you don't in Dishonored either. I mean, I'm Well, pretty... knock him out, I guess. I mean, I think that I've heard about people apparently doing pacifist Skyrim runs, which are, I imagine, very difficult. I know Griffin McElroy is currently doing a pacifist run of World of Warcraft. I don't know how that's going for him. How do you level if you don't kill shit? I don't know! 
Maybe he just heals people. All the time. Do you just do like every single fetch quest that you can? I don't know. It's fucking Griffle McElroy. Who knows what he's up to? That's the oh, monster is that one factory. of the Adventure Zone people? Yeah, that's the Monster Factory guy. Oh, okay. Just like Bart. I don't think you've seen that one. Then again, I've only I've only watched Just Like Bart and Final Pam. And even then, I think we only watched like the first Final Pam video. <laughs> yeah, Final Pam was fun. I was gonna watch like an hour of Final Pam. As good as Final Pam was. I also watched one video of his Griffin's amiibo corner. He puts an amiibo in his mouth. Also, he very deliberately puts the microphone as close to his mouth as possible to make it sound as bad as possible. Odd show. Did you hear about the Switch cartridges? Oh, that was a big nerd thing that happened. The fucking Nintendo Switch came out. We don't got money for it, so I ain't getting one. Also, I learned my lesson with the Wii U. I'm going to wait and see if I actually get more games than just a couple of Nintendo ones. I mean, at least they got Bayonetta 2 out of that Switch. If they get fucking Beyond Good and Evil 2 on the Switch, like Laura K. Buzz keeps existing, then maybe I'll look into it. What, it's not also going to release on the Wii U? No. Wii's done. You're new to video games. You're new to this concept. I'm not new to video games. I've been playing video games for at least six years. Yeah, here's a weird, Karina, the last generation was a weirdly long one. Normally video game consoles don't last six years. 360 lasted a very long time. Anyway, no, okay, the the little cartridges, because they come in little um, SD, you know, SD cartridges for games, I think to, uh, no, I think they confirmed it. it is, to stop children from, like, swallowing them, they have coated them in the, what is apparently, like, the bitterest chemical known to man. Because it was going around Twitter where people were like, don't lick... White boys' tears? No, they were like, don't lick Switch cartridges, they taste terrible. So of course every fucking game journalist started putting them in their mouths and being like, yep, can confirm, taste terrible. Nintendo have coated them in a super disgusting chemical. So like, if children put them in their mouths, they will spit them out and not swallow them and choke and die on their little SD cards. Man, it's been like an hour. That's twice as long as we planned to go. We talked about Veronica too much. Alright, that's the end of reading this very long section of NPC text. You get your XP bonus. You can, uh... You have now leveled, and now you can actually use the level up of that item, which is going to help you do the moving puzzle. Oh, leveling up does not help you do block puzzles. <laughs> Shut up, I'm giving them false hope. <laughs> get in there and push those fucking blocks, you scrubs. Have fun spending, like, two hours trying to solve a puzzle like I was doing today with the Jindosh lock. That was a bullshit puzzle. It was. It was hard. Glad that you had to look up a fucking specialized grid to do it. I didn't cheat. I just looked up a grid that helped me solve yeah, it, too. I'm saying the fact that you had to find a fucking tool to help do the puzzle. But I solved it. Well, In the end, I solved it. I'll tell you what, though. At least it wasn't take the discs... And move them from the left peg to the right peg. Hey, to be fair, I'm super good at those. I can do them in, like, under a minute. Yeah, because Bioware puts them in every fucking game they do, so you do them a lot in your lifetime. Dishonored 2 is Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah? I meant to say Bioware. What? I meant to say Bioware. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've played so many Bioware games, of course you've done that puzzle a lot. Well, I've also just genuinely done that puzzle a lot because I've been to a lot of science centers. Bioware only have two puzzles. They have... Move the discs from the pegs, and yeah, the one where you have to like step on the tiles to flip the tiles next to them to draw a line or light up a certain pattern. Oh no, sometimes they do bullshit math puzzles. They tend to do them in like Mass Effect and Kotor. I guess their math puzzles don't fit in Dragon Age, thank God. Oh, Mass Effect comes out soon. I don't have eighty dollars to buy that, and even if I did, I would spend that eighty dollars on 
Horizon Zero Dawn or the Mizola. I mean, I'm... It's Mass Effect, which I know I love. But I'm hesitant about Andromeda just because I kind of don't want to get let down. Inquisitioned. Yeah. Like, I was so psyched for Inquisition. Listeners, if you thought she was going to say let down by the ending, you ain't paying attention. We fucking love the ending to Mass Effect 3. I mean, I loved the original ending to Mass Effect 3 because I was perfectly happy to just believe the indoctrination theory was a thing. No, the indoctrination feels it's very silly. It makes no sense. I don't care. I was perfectly happy to just accept the original ending. Okay, and but you also that. liked the original ending before you even heard of that theory. Well, yeah, like, I'm okay with the original ending for, like, the same reason that I'm okay with anything that ends a little ambiguously, because I'm also perfectly okay with accepting an ending that a writer has given me, and I'm not so entitled as to demand, like, extra content from creators. Mass Effect ending was good and everyone can deal. Dragon Age 2 was good and everyone can deal. Dragon Age 2 was literally, like, probably the best thing that Bioware has ever made. Think about it and nah, tell Mass Effect 2. I'd rather play Dragon Age 2. Mass Effect 2 is more fun to actually play. Combat's more fun. I think that I like the companion cast in Dragon Age 2 better, though. Yeah, true. There's no Jacob in Dragon like, Age they're, 2. Like, they're both good. But if I had to pick between the two of them, I'd still pick Dragon Age 2. Now, Dragon Age 2 has sexy pirate no pants on. And Aveline. But Mass Effect 2 has Miranda's... And Varric. Miranda's black hole of an ass. How else do you explain the suction that is happening with her pants? Yeah. Alright, I personally feel Dragon Age 2 is the best thing that Bioware has ever made. So far. Like, either way, I'm not that... I'm sure Andromeda will be fine, but Zelda's better than Mass Effect. I mean, I may... It just is. Also, that Horizon Zero Dawns looks pretty dope. Yeah, I may... I want to be a cool chick with red dreads and fight the robot dinosaurs. I may just wait until, like, maybe, you know, Christmas time, and then maybe buy it for, like, half price then or something. That's half your tax time. Oh, yeah, like, by the time I hit July, I should be... Yeah. Most of my tax is probably going to go into, like, you know, recovering from Seattle, but, yeah. Yeah. Also a mattress. Because I have to be a fucking adult now and buy boring things like mattresses. I guess. God, mattresses are expensive. Yeah, they are. Anything that's over $1,000 is, like, legitimately pains me to spend. I don't think I've ever bought anything over $1,000. Bond was over $1,000. Oh, it's Bond. Yeah, but that also pained me. Oh, that, actually, that course I did, that was $3,000. That was that was a scary check to write. <laughs> uh, let's wrap this up. It's hot lying on the floor. Yep. March and it's still so fucking hot. Alright, go finish your Ice Block Puzzle quest. Find all the episodes we do at nightsofpodcast.com. I'm on Twitter at. Shoot me a tweet or some shit. Give me some feedback about this show. You know what? Send us an email at asknightsofpodcast at gmail.com. You know, all these email links are on the website too. Just go to the website and click on the contact thing and fucking contact us. Give us your opinions about. Whether Mass Effect 2 or Dragon Age 2 are better. Man, I don't know if I want to hear that. Don't at me about Dragon Age 2, people. Megan. Megan, tell him Dragon Age 2 is better. No, don't whisper at Megan. We, j- I just finished recording two fucking hours of us talking about Dragon Age 2. <laughs> which you, the listener, will have already heard because i got to go. I'm looking at the watch I'm not wearing. i got to go <laughs> upload it now. i got to put the table in there and then upload that episode. Okay, now we're done.